Hi there, my name's Jack, and I love horrible movies. Each week on the Horrible Movie Podcast, producer Phil, a guest, and I talk about a horrible movie. We talk about the actors, directors, the budget, the box office, and like thereof. You also get silly songs, fake commercials, and too much fun to list on this promo. Available everywhere you get your podcast. Remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. And it's the sunshine, and then you're like, Oh, it's gonna be so warm today. And so you put on your shorts and you put on some sandals, and then it starts to rain, and, and you feel like you made a bad choice. But that's not what it feels like when you listen to Shoot the Dough, but that's definitely what happened today. Why don't you do a voice? I don't, I don't have any voices. Yeah, you do. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's it right there. That's, that's my one voice. Yeah, it's just me. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Shoot the Dough. <laughs> Everybody loves Tassie. Oh. Is, if that's true, I, I need I need some confirmation from some fans. Okay. <laughs> you have to tell me. She's fun, except for when I'm not in the mood to be like a young, crazy uh-huh. person. Yeah. And then it just takes me a minute to go like, what does this young, crazy person want to come out? <laughs> I don't know. I guess she's talking about the weather today. <laughs> so you're sometimes you're not in the mood to be a young, crazy person? You little shut your mouth. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. No, it'll it'll always be there somewhere, I'm sure. So you, the weather was a bad thing for you. I, a couple days ago... Or Tassie, or both of you. Right, we're all in my brain. Um, yeah, I, I dressed inappropriately. I just decided not to look at the weather, and so then I had like this, the, the wet sandal from the mm-hmm. rain thing. I hate yeah. that. What's even worse is when you have to go into air conditioning after, and so then your feet like turn into ice cubes. Right. And they're sloshing around. Yeah. Yeah. That's no fun. No. I, I worked out in wet shorts today. There's several reasons that could happen. And I think that most of them are gross. <laughs> so let's just talk about your wet gym shorts and then move on to the next thing. Uh, no, I just, they got to the washer, but not the dryer. So that's you, the, the least oh, gross. That's not that bad. Yeah. That's the least gross possibility. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they just didn't get into the dryer. Okay. And so I, uh, silly me, I only have two pairs of gym shorts and they were both in the washer. So I had to go work out. So you just got to do what you got to do. So you worked out in wet clothes. I did. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, some people work out in wet, clo- wet clothes because, you know, they have. Well, that's what I figured. It was going to sweat anyway. Right. Everything, yeah. everything gets wet anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about incontinence my, at all. My, <laughs> my rashes disagree. <laughs> They'd much rather have dry clothing. Ugh, rashes. Mm-hmm. I have to think about rashes all the time with Iris. Yeah. Yeah, apparently just having wet stuff all over your privates areas is <laughs> not a good idea. Oh, uh, <laughs> welcome to Shoot the Dough. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just immediately, wet stuff Always. over your private areas. That's just who we are, apparently. Uh, uh, you want to shoe a dough? Yeah, let's shoe a dough today. I'm ready. Uh, you got any story time? You know, mostly my stories right now are me strongly, internally debating about just being done with Facebook completely. Yeah. It's a struggle. It's been a struggle for years. I can't believe I beat you there. That I would have never predicted that. You know what I mean? Like you were talking about canceling your Facebook years ago. And I was always like, eh, it's nice to kind of have it in the background or whatever. And then just one day I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm mad at you about that. You made me feel guilty for canceling it before. Uh-huh. I made now- you feel guilty? Yeah. I'm well, just doing my thing. Why well, would you feel guilty about me doing my thing? We should 
clarify mm-hmm. that when I say you made me feel guilty, uh-huh. I what we what we really need to talk about <laughs> is that you stated how you thought that there was an other option for using Facebook, right? And I interpreted that as a guilt shaming. <laughs> I don't think you were trying to make me feel guilty. No, certainly not. But just I, like I'm not trying to make you feel guilty for still being on it right now. Like that's not. I just. I no, do, you are. I do my thing. You have a smirk on your face. <laughs> this is the smirk so is the evil. misinterpretation. <laughs> yeah. So I. I the actually, smirk is maybe. The smirk is maybe that you like annoying me. Uh, that no, 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 no. no. I think you're I, trying to razz me. And you know exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. No, I just think it's funny because I just I. I do have a tendency just to when something clicks, I just do it. You know, it's not like I, d- I don't sit and debate. think about it, debate it like you do. Mm-hmm. And so I know that that's that's <laughs> torment for you sometimes is you just keep going back and forth. Oh, and it's been a back and forth for so long. And I know that it is for a lot of others. And I I definitely don't feel like I'm alone in that. But then, yeah. so I actually took the steps last night and I went in and I printed out not printed out, but I had my report run. Mm-hmm. So if you go into your settings it used to be that you just clicked a button and then you could download your file. Yeah, you download all your stuff. That's what I did. Now, did they ask you all the things you wanted to have in your file? Mm-mm. Okay. So now they have probably 20 different things that you can include in your file. Mm. Everything you've liked, everything you've commented right. on. So it's just, it could be everything or it could just be your photos and your posts. And so for me, I'm like, oh, you know, what do I want to include in this file um, and so I kind of just clicked on some stuff and then they ran the report and they tell you whenever it's ready for download. And then I went and downloaded it. But then you got it. Then you got to immediately quit or then you're going to have to download it again. Uh, if you want it to be most updated. Yeah. Yeah. But then I was reading about my options and it's, are you sure you want to delete? Because then you don't have access to Google messenger. Well, let's be clear. I didn't delete my Facebook. I just, I'm, I'm thinking I just, about actually completely. Yeah deleting it completely i just i just never use it anymore i didn't do the thing that was really popular and still is to i think to a degree i didn't start linking my facebook to anything so i'm not the kind of person that used it to sign into other accounts or games i always felt weird about that and i'm glad that i didn't link it in so many ways i linked a few things but then i went and unlinked them yeah pretty quickly so i don't have that decision to make it's literally just what happens if i turn off this I'm 12 years I've been on this one website, mm-hmm. you know, it's a long time. So, and I don't really go on very often anymore. And anyways, I'm just, I'm just wait, I'm weighing my feelings about it. And, um, I, I think if nothing else, the experiment of just putting it down, let's say for a year mm-hmm. would be kind of fun for me. And so maybe just deactivate instead of delete yeah, and then come back and either just go ahead and delete it or just reactivate it and then re-engage with people if they're still there but I, I don't know. I, I have lots of thoughts on my yeses and my noes, and I don't want to go into them all because then it would just be, you know, me talking about my debate. And that's just boring. <laughs> well, I, maybe. I will spare you. And maybe not if everybody else, I mean, if other people are going through it too. For me. They sold my information. Yeah, that's it for me. Like, you know? It, it was, it, I've yeah. always said my privacy is gone. I'm not worried about privacy per se. But, but if you're going to use my stuff for nefarious purposes and, and not, not tell me, me about it, yeah, then I just I don't want to be a part of you. The more I think about that <clears> particular <throat> element, the more I I'm like, I just don't want to spend my time on this platform. But then there's also Instagram and there's WhatsApp and mm-hmm. these other things I use. Facebook I'm, owns both so, of those, right? Right. So if yeah. I'm going to really not participate with this company. Yeah. Which is what it is, right? Like it's a distrust of the company. So then what happens to me if I don't have access to my social group online mm-hmm. 
And the answer is I really don't interact a ton right now anyway. You know, I'm a new mom. And so then I go, okay, well, what's my new outlet? I'm really bad at Twitter. But yeah. I guess I'm going to have to learn. <laughs> I do like Twitter. I mean, Twitter has its own issues, right? But they're they're not issues for me that stem from corporate malfeasance. You know, they're issues that stem from Hold what on, happens I when look you... Up that word. <laughs> you... You keep going and I'm going to look up this malfeasance word. Uh, they're issues that stem from the complications of having that many people in one environment in a public forum saying... You know, giving them the freedom to say what they want to say and figuring out where that line is drawn. That's where Twitter's issues come in is are they allowing for, you know, uh, people to spew hate and those kind of things? Or are they just allowing free speech or where's that line? That kind of thing. That to me, like I've heard Jack Dorsey uh, talk about his goals with Twitter, and I, I really do respect them. Um, I just think they're in over their head in a lot of ways and they're trying to figure it out. So I'm not I'm not worried about them as a company as much as Twitter has some issues it has to, you know, work through its growing pains with. But I like it because it's a place you can kind of find a community and just have public conversations with each other. I want to find my community. Maybe I will. <laughs> I'll find a new uh, um, malfeasance. Yes. Wrongdoing. Uh-huh. Especially by a public official. Yes. God, you're so weird. You know this stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> also, just so you know, Jack Dorsey, CEO of Square and co-founder of Twitter. Just yes. for those of us who don't re- know these things yeah. like you do. It's amazing. <laughs> anyway, that's what's going on on my end. I'm, nice. I'm, I am. I have a, a list of things to do. One of them is cancel Facebook and then dot, dot, dot after it. Like, what does right. that mean? Right. And Sounds they, like you're kind of leaning towards deactivation mm-hmm. and then the other i have another one on my list but i'm gonna talk about that when we get to our um, oh our news Ooh, yeah. interesting yeah. very fascinating well i've been out of town so my story time is kind of like travel stuff and and you mean just driving yeah <laughs> well and going to story. this event i don't know if i've ever really talked about this event but i do this thing where i go to a uh, talent show <laughs> for <laughs> thousands of teenagers what <laughs> Just the way you're starting the story makes you sound like such a creep. (laughs) What? I do this thing Uh where I go to a teenager talent show (laughs) every year. I help organize and and run it. And peep on them. Yeah, I know, but you didn't start with, I I organize and run this Show me your special talent, little girl. Gross, Aaron. You you went there. I wasn't going there. You yes and did in a creepy way. (laughs) I don't know how to do anything but yes and. (laughs) Uh, no, no, I go, uh, kind of play Ryan Seacrest for this talent show. And there's thousands of teens that come to this event. They're from all over the Midwest. There's like four different States that they come to. It's a statewide. It's actually region wide. It's a region wide Mm -hmm. talent contest. And and how, who are the people that come? Is it mostly like your church denomination? Yeah. Yeah, It's like a church denomination kind of thing. And, uh, but what's what's, the prize? What's the prize? It's a thousand dollar scholarship, uh, to the university as well as you get to perform in front of the entire, all the people, all the peoples. Right. Uh, and it's always so amazing to me how talented people are. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I think we can become numb because of reality shows and different things. Yeah. That we think like, oh, that extreme talent is out there, but it's out there. Right. And we forget how it's also all around us. Can I can I just quickly insert that I should have you're reminding me and I know we're not doing random tandem, but like I went to go see Springfield Little Theater Mm -hmm. a couple days ago. Yeah. I had the same thing where I'm just like, my God, there's these operatic just 
mind blowing. The lead of this play was uh, Secret Garden, so it's like a little girl. She was mind blowing. Yeah, it was so good, and she's probably like nine years old or something. Right. It's it is. It's incredible the talent that's right around you. Right, and and what's also amazing is. We're talking specifically about performative talents like singing or dancing or drama or those kind of things, acting. But we also have talent around us in so many different things, working with your hands, mechanical things. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I think it's very easy to forget. Why don't we do talent shows for those people? I would love that. And there are now, there are, there are reality shows that are basically talent shows for mechanically, you know, minded people. A lot of the house shows. Are that you oh, know the car shows true. are definitely that you know what I mean? Assemble this engine in five minutes. Or less. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, the chef shows you know yeah, are a different true. type that's of true. artistry and talent. Mm-hmm. I I just I and I like that our culture is recognizing all different types of things you can be amazing at. Um, but at the same time, we need to start recognizing that around us because there are so many people who feel like I have They're nothing. Not I'm not interesting. Yeah. I don't. I'm not good at anything. And they Aaron, don't realize. Don't believe that you're you're the kind of person that can wear completely <laughs> soaking wet pants and still work uh, out. And that takes talent. It does. It does. Yeah, I'm gifted for sure. You are gifted. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, I thought I'd I'd mention that at least. That is cool. I'm glad you get to do that. You do organize. You do organize it, and you've done that every year since. Well, I mean, since I've known you, you've done it every year. Yeah, uh, it was our twelfth. Of the big show. The big show. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Good. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Mm-hmm. Let's get to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, today is uh, Peruse the News Why is day. that, Danae? Why is it Peruse the News today? Because it's Tuesday. And what is Tuesday? Tuesday is... <gasps> <laughs> Hold on a second. I had something in my throat. I noticed <laughs> that. I my little, my, my doo to do was like split into two different. Uh-huh. Oh, what's that thing called that we learned on the show where you can split your vo- voice? Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's. I don't remember. I don't remember. But we can we can figure it out at some point. You can remember malfeasance. Well, yes, because but you can't remember. There's a lot more malfeasance going on in the world. <laughs> <laughs> then there um, is dual harmonics or whatever dual, it's called. Oh, what's it called? When Poly, you, polyphonic. Polyphonic po- singing. When you sp- sing I think it's polyphonic. multiple notes. Polyphonic. Uh, I think I got there. You did get there. Yes. Uh, that's it. See? Poly- polytonic, polyphonic overtone. Yes. Singing. Yeah. If you have not heard that particular episode, maybe you don't have to go back and listen to it. Just go look it up on YouTube or something. It is mind blowing. Yeah, people can harmonize with themselves, but I can't. It's do It's a it. real thing. But my dude dude was like, I had something in my throat, and it was okay. Anyway, here you go. <gasps> Studio DNA presents Peruse the News. Every day, so many things happen around this crazy world of ours, and it's up to your host to glance around at them and decide what's worth talking about. Join them on a journey of the wonderful, a journey of the strange, a journey of adventure. And here come your hosts now. Please welcome. It's Aaron and Danae. <laughs> I was thinking about making like little noises like we were walking, you know, <laughs> to the microphones. Again, the polyphonic thing just not working for you. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, do you want to go first? Sure. Or do you want me to go first? Because I talked about one of them piggybacking and you can't wait to hear what that is. <laughs> I'm it's dying just to know. So you know what? Exciting. I think I can manage to wait for any time in the next 15 minutes when I hear it. I don't think it's going to be 15 minutes gnawing though. at me okay. uh, well, to get go there. Ahead. Go ahead. 
But uh, but yeah, I can go first, I think. Uh, let's start here. <laughs> High school athletes learning life lessons at Manly Mondays. What does this mean? So there's this coach at a high school who has taken Mondays to teach some of the high school guys like how to, you know, change a tire, uh, change oil, check your oil, oh, like God. do quote unquote manly thing. This is why I brought oh, it up. You know, this is one of my triggers. I I know. And as I'm reading about what's going on here, I'm very torn. Like there's there's a really cool. Let me just say this. My oldest son just told me the other day, I didn't have an adulting class in high school. We were talking about why didn't you get this done, you know, kind of thing. And uh, details aren't important, but it was something adulting wise. Right. And he's like, I didn't have an adulting class in high school. I, you know, I learned math and science and but I didn't learn how to, you know, uh, keep my account balanced or that was your those, job. those kind of things. <laughs> right. That was yeah. your job, dad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So, um, so he's like, uh, you know, I, I wish I had more direct, you know, adulting kind of stuff, even in an educational environment. So there's that part of my brain that's like, yeah, I think it's important for us to take seriously these things in life that don't fall under academics. Right. And then there's the gender issue where I'm like, what makes it a manly thing to do? That's my issue. Great life skills, great learning how to t- great, but why just target the men? Why why do that? Why yeah. why continue that stereotypical BS that this is a man's responsibility? Because I don't know if you guys know this, we've talked about it in the past, but the man in the Dicer family is the wife. Jennifer Dicer <laughs> is the so one true. who changes tires, fixes broken things around their house, replaces, replaces car engines. Parts. Like yeah. it's and, and she researches Barbecues. it on her own. <laughs> she gets all that stuff done. So it's just such a gender thing. You know, and I, I suffer from from it this in my own family where we have stuff that's like falling apart around our home and I have an expectation that Justin's gonna do it. Right. And I that's how I was raised though. My dad did all that stuff. And so I you know, I have it inside of me too. So mm-hmm. I am not like pure of being outside of suffering from gender stereotypes. But what makes me insane is that I was the kind of kid that wanted to take that class and right? learn how to change a tire. And I wasn't allowed to cause I got boobs and I <laughs> was so angry about that to this day. I always will be. I'm just bitter. I'm bitter that I couldn't be part of that cool boys club at church. Bitter that you got I was boobs? a girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm bitter. I have boobs. And that's not true. They're great. <laughs> They feed a kid. It's really amazing. <laughs> they do serve a purpose. They serve so many purposes, at least uh, that I can tell. Anyway, I'm digressing. Thank you for triggering me. Thank you for choosing an article that you knew was going to get me all riled up. Well, here's the thing. I think there is a place for doing this. I just think we need to be more aware of how we are don't, g- gender don't stereotyped. Don't like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, say it's skills day or something yeah. and, and, and invite... Everyone to participate. Yeah. Don't make it a boys club thing. That's 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 going to go national and they're going to get some flack for that. We're, and, we're not in a culture where that's going to fly very far. Well, in what's in what's sad to me is I really do believe the motives are pure. I just don't think people consider um, that th- how it could be interpreted or how it could affect somebody else specifically, you know, yeah. on the, the gender level of things, because what is, what do womanly Wednesdays look like? You know what I mean? Learning like, about periods and childbearing <laughs> or cooking or cleaning mm-hmm. the house or, you know, here's how you, 
you know, wash dishes. Like that. How sexist is that? It's but that's super sexist. But that's what they're doing with these young men in many in many ways. Is they're saying this is your responsibility, right. as part of society, right. to get your hands dirty and do this, and that's just not the case. Yeah, I I I hope that the internet tries to be as grace filled as you are, but this is the kind of thing that once once it hits a certain level, they're just going to be like reamed for this well maybe maybe they make some adjustments maybe so. maybe instead of it being a boys club it's just like look we're gonna do adulting you know classes but um i don't know i it's 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 definitely a mindset that is hard to shift is it it, it really is for a majority of the country it really is i, I mean i get that men it, and women I are different that. right we agree on that men and women are different like hormones do well, change and i just talked about my own personal struggles right. that i have yeah, yeah, with yeah. my own stuff of yeah. realizing that i have expectations that justin's gonna know how to do things or be motivated to do things right and so. i i just think i i want to be able to hold both things as true that i can prop up this man who is trying to make a difference in these kids lives and at the same time go There's you may have some way. you may have some biases here that are having a negative impact on somebody else so let's think about that too or those same kids right those same children might be trying to figure out who they are and what they want to do and suddenly mm-hmm. they're told that if they want to be a man they've got to do a tire change yeah. And that has its own. It's the same thing. For as, the most part, it's I think the same thing as a woman being told, hey, we're going to teach you economics where all of a sudden it's like, oh, does that mean this is what I'm supposed to do? Whether right. it was intentional or not, you're that that aura of that feel that implication is that you are not who you're supposed to be unless you're doing X, Y, Z. It's it's the same also when you go into certain environments, you know, like even religious environments. Hey, you're supposed to do this. And if you don't, you're not okay. Mm-hmm. It's just that kind of messaging is just, it's all. You're the man. So you preach, you're the woman, you play the piano. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you're not a good Christian because you're not doing this. There's right. all these ways that we set people up to not feel like they can be who they are. And so I hope that he's couching this message to them as I want to teach you guys some skills because there's interest in the school and you guys have an interest in this. And so we're going to call it manly Mondays and it's a funny joke, but I, you know, I don't, I don't think people are going to just think of it that way. Yeah. Anyway, hopefully, hopefully you let, um, let the women attend manly Mondays and learn how to change tires and check the oil and all that kind of stuff too which are good things to learn how to do for all of us but it's getting no matter no matter our and we all need to know gender where the sticky thing goes (laughs) okay so mine um is uh, austrian official warns against cow kissing challenge for charity i learned so much in this article about weirdness uh it's also pastors are not petting zoos and getting intimate with cows can have serious consequences warns an austria tourism minister Did, you said you said pastures mm-hmm. but i heard pastors oh pastors are not petting zoos that's true. I was like this is this is pastures. great advice pastures specifically there is um a challenge going on this is happening uh it's a swiss app, app challenge I, I guess there's this app called c-a-s-t-l castle app mm-hmm. And it's a uh, social media style where you issue challenges and people earn stars for like completing challenges. And then you can uh, trade in those stars for real life prizes. Oh, cool. Okay. So that's kind of the thing. But there's a cuckus challenge. I don't know if that's like a Swiss word for cow or if that's more obvious. I have no idea. And it's like to help raise funds for a charity go kiss a cow and so this app encourages you to go out into pastures which cow with or without tongue it says (laughs) 
okay, this is a really, really bad idea. Yeah. And then I guess these like crazy stunts earns a lot of stars for people. And then like when you win, they're saying that part of your stars can go to charity and part of your stars can go to you. So right. you, you get a prize too because you can turn them in for whatever you want or sure. whatever the app is. Well, it's not clear what the charity actually is. And it's not like, so it's to me, one of those things where it's like a stupid social media stunt that's happening and people are actually going out into pastures and these poor cows are having to deal with humans wanting to take selfies with animals. So this is a moment for us to just remind ourselves, let the animals be animals and take your selfies from afar and definitely don't kiss animals. There's lots of reasons. Let's talk about trampling. We could talk about diseases. Like there's all these things that just, what about your puppers? Can you kiss your puppers? That's different. (laughs) I don't. Well, first of all, let me be very specific. I don't French my dogs. (laughs) It's never happening. Even the French poodles? Oh, wow. How do you do that? <laughs> How do you just have those things at the ready in your brain? It was right there. It was right there. I like this article for a couple of reasons. I think it brings attention to like the social crazes that can kind of happen where you sort of mindlessly get caught up in a challenge that doesn't really have a cause. Ice Bucket Challenge actually had a cause, right. but it still had that frenzy feeling where everyone wanted to get involved. But that's something that, you know, you you have maybe ice and water that you have access to. Right. Not everybody has access to a cow. So this is just like a weird sort of thing. They do show up in my yard every once in a while. So just be very careful when you see stuff like this. Like, yeah. think for yourself, people. This is happening, you know. Cows look docile, but they, they can hurt you. They really can. They really can, especially if they have a calf nearby, they will get all kinds of crazy on you, but mm-hmm. so don't yeah. do it. Um, and also think about the apps like this. I don't know if Castle app is something that we have in the US, but that's just an interesting concept that you're supposed to, you're, you're challenging people to do things that are probably like, I my challenge is pencils in the ceiling challenge. How many pencils can you throw up and get stuck in the ceiling? Right. And and you just get involved in it and you don't think about the consequences of now you have a whole bunch of holes in your ceiling for what, a stupid challenge where you got fake stars? Think for yourself. <laughs> okay. That was the one that I picked. Half of Americans have used swimming pools as an alternative to showering. No, Study no. Study finds. Half. So I have a friend on social media who just posted. It was it was a boomerang of uh-huh. children jumping into the pool. Yeah, we're heading into pool season, so and then jumping, you know, it was like the boomerang, so they're in uh-huh. and they're out. And, yeah, and the caption was bath time. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? They take soap in with them, or it's no. just like you're you're technically like, in water. I'm good. I'm so in water, good. so I'm good. Interesting. What people don't realize is, especially chlorinated pools are very specifically balanced, like pH balanced, and that really can impact the the pH balance of the water. So honestly, just being under regular non-chlorinated water for one minute will actually clean most of the stuff off of you um, before you get in the pool. But if you get in the pool with like all the germs and the dirt and stuff on you, it can really impact the cleanliness of the pool. Aaron's looked into this specifically since he doesn't soap. (laughs) That is true. You're like, you know what? I'm going to look into this. I will say that is the one part of the article where I was like, see, See? I don't need soap. Just rinse off. Just rinse off. My goodness. So, I, I used to wonder if when I got into chlorinated pools, if it was a way to stay clean because I could feel my skin burning. <laughs> this was in the 90s when <laughs> they were over chlorinated. It was insane. Yeah. This was whenever you would get into the pool and if your hair was dyed any kind of color, uh-huh. when you got out of the pool, your hair would start to turn a new color yeah. because there was so much bleach and crap in there. Yeah. You could smell the pool from like a half a mile away if the wind was in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Chlorine yeah. is not soap. 
No. Chlorine is just a bleach. counter. A count, it is a counteractive <laughs> agent. It is not soap. So it is bleach. Um, forty-five percent of adults pee in the pool. Still forty-five. Bull crap. Forty-five. You think it's more than that? Ninety-eight percent that- <laughs> of people pee in the well, pool. I, I guess we know what your answer and is. And they then. pee in the shower. I pee in the pool. I pee in lakes. I pee everywhere. If there's water, if it's in, the, I pee in my own bath. Uh, that's not a hundred percent true. I just that is a hundred percent true. I got, I got a you little said bit. it. It's a hundred percent. You know, it's a hundred percent. You've peed in your own bath before. You know that's oh, true. Absolutely, I okay, pee in my own bath. Fair enough. But I don't do it on the regular. Like in the shower, though. Oh God, I cannot believe. You know what? This is the great part about having our own show <laughs> and not having to worry well, you're about people, people getting more, mad on radio. You're, you're making people feel comfortable for their own choices. I use. I use. I'm like, oh, people. I'm a. I am a liability for Christian radio. <laughs> These poor people. She's admitting to peeing in the shower. Here's what happened this morning. This morning, I turned my shower on. <laughs> And and it was like the Pavlov thing, yeah. Where like my body's like, oh, it's time to pee because there's water running in right, the shower. Right. That's how trained I am. Yeah. And I had to like rush over to the oh, yeah. toilet no, before I, I peed you're... myself. Yeah. No. 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 I it, pee in the shower is a hundred percent. I mean, that's, and there's Who nothing doesn't... wrong with it. There's nothing. It's you know, urine is sterile anyway. So okay, there is something wrong with it if you're not aiming at the drain. If you're just like having fun and just. <laughs> Pee in every there's a pee respectfully and responsibly in the Well, it's a cure shower. for athlete's foot urine yeah. is so and yeah. for jellyfish spites. <laughs> That's me. If you ever get a jellyfish thing in your in your, <laughs> in your shower, shower, you're all set. You're already there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I think you're right. I think it's probably more than that. Um, but that's what it. It said was 43%. That's so. bull crap. Whatever. <laughs> all right, let's talk about something that's real here. All right, DNA test proves that former care worker is entitled to a $50 million country estate. Now that's like $50 million in Cornwall. I don't know how much that is in U.S. monies. I have no idea. It's definitely a lot though. Um, his name is Jordan and he inherited a, a $1,500 acre Cornwall estate after a DNA test proved that he was the son of its deceased owner. I guess the owner, um, you know, just had a real troubled past. I think his uh, other son had died and uh, he got really heavily into drugs and stuff. And so he unfortunately passed away from an overdose. Um, He was like on his land and the caretaker of the land was the last person to see him alive and just talked about how, you know, he just didn't have a great kind of ending to his life and didn't even know that he had another son. But after his passing... Um, this guy, Jordan was like, I think I'm his child and they did a DNA test and it proved true. So then he inherited this aristocrat home. Um, his dad's name was Charles Rogers. He passed away in 2018 and the Penrose estate in Cornwall has been in the Rogers family for like generations and generations. Like it's the kind of thing where he gets like a stipend from the estate now every year for just yeah. being part of the hair, like part of the lineage. So it's kind of wild because this is something that's so game of Thrones in a way, you know, like <laughs> it's so, um, I don't know. It's just, it's only based on DNA <laughs> heredity. Yeah. Or like where you inherit something because of your, you know, your name or that doesn't happen all the time here in the, in the States. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I find it hard to identify with inheritance stuff. Yeah. It's just not something that's ever been a possible part of my future. It's, you know, it's not something I plan on. You know, I doubt there'll be any inheritance for my kids. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just you you find the resources to stay alive. And yeah, it's you know. just a different feel. 
but and, and if you're everybody... rich, like you have to think about that. If you have a lot of resource, you have to figure out if you're going to use it now to do amazing things or save it for your kids. Or... Well, it's interesting you're saying that because this this new guy, Jordan, this who now has access to, and, and I don't think it's like he has access to everything. He has a stipend, and mm-hmm. you know, there's there's rules that kind of come along with the estate and what he has ownership of, I'm sure. And that's not all covered in this article from the guardian.com slash UK. But he is somebody who knows what it's like to wonder where his next paycheck is going to come from. He didn't have a wealthy life because he was just like a normal dude. And this is kind of like one of those prince princess type feel stories Mm -hmm. where it just all of a sudden everything's different. You know, you blink and it's all different. Um, so he has already had plans to try to set up some um, organizations to sort of assist other people who are having trouble. So he's already thinking with that same mindset of now that I have access to wealth and resources, what do I want to do with it? So mm-hmm. I thought this was a really interesting story. It's something that's definitely kind of still developing. The picture was really cool because um, he's sitting at this table and then behind him are all the portraits of all the Rogers from the generations and generations nice. who have like been in this estate. And he's just this dude in like a um under armor shirt. <laughs> like some sort of sports shirt. It's kinda like, Yep, I'm I'm I got that DNA, so uh-huh. everything's good now. So I uh I welcome I welcome the uh opportunity to learn how to spend money. I, I welcome that if that's yeah, in my future right? I I will be, be okay. Nice. I'll figure that out. We'll see. All right. What's your next one? Uh, My last one. Vacationers find alligator lounging on alligator pool float at their Miami Airbnb. He was just trying to duplicate, you know, it's mating season. It is actually mating season. How did he not bust it open with his like claws? He's just chilling, man. He's just, he's just laying on the alligator float. Is this a picture you want to see or not want to see? It's a little out. I mean, it's not a huge alligator or anything. Um, Sure. You want to see? Is it a gaping maw? I mean, the alligators mouths are always open. Are they? Yeah, because that's how they, that's cool, how they off. cool off. Okay, I'll look. So, I'll look but, and see. But yeah, he's just hanging oh, out on the Oh, wow. on the on the little thing. Can you imagine? You just What if you just jumped in the pool because you weren't paying attention? Yeah. And you yeah. you swim over to your alligator floaty and then and then you realize that there's this dog-sized alligator. I think in general, you should look into a pool before you jump in. You oh, know? there's a saying about that. Yeah. Look, look before look you before you jump. jump. Yeah. yeah. Look before you dive, I right. think is what it, what it says. Uh, I've Lay actually, your eye before you leap. I've actually had a similar experience. We used to vacation in South Carolina at a place where there were a lot of gators. And uh, I do remember going to the pool one day and a gator was swimming around in the swimming pool. And it's just like, you know, don't they know that disrupts the pH balance? (laughs) He didn't shower at all. (laughs) He just used it for a bath. Rude. I bet that gator peed in that pool. Oh, he sure did. And he he pulled it. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't read that part of the article. (laughs) Just say people aren't very clean all around. Uh, My last one is. The other thing on my to-do list was is to cancel my Game of Thrones uh, subscription. <laughs> I mean, my HBO <laughs> subscription. I only got my HBO uh, Go app or uh-huh. whatever just so I could stream this final, final season, season of Game of Thrones. We had cable or whatever you call it now. Um, and I had HBO as part of our package, but then we switched over to YouTube TV and they don't have it. So I right. had to actually pay additionally for watching Game of Thrones and now that that um, is over, you're um, not keeping it. We're not keeping but it. But what if there were other P 
people, this is just a hypothetical, uh-huh. in your life, there were other people that maybe had permission to use one of your accounts on HBO mm-hmm. that maybe watch more than Game of Thrones. Just a hypothetical. Uh-huh. Um, what if that were the case? All right. Well, HBO don't come for me, but I definitely <laughs> shared my password with you, Aaron, and you can pay for your own subscription. <laughs> the interesting thing that's in the news and the reason I'm talking about this is because um, HBO is, of course, experiencing an incredible amount of Exodus. cancellation. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually like a term for it that I was reading about um it's called churn yeah it's called the churn where you have either something kind of dramatic happens and a lot of people leave Mm -hmm. or in this case a lot of people who have had the streaming app for the sole purpose of watching one show Mm -hmm. and as somebody who was watching the streaming i noticed that this whole entire last season they've had a really long commercial that played before the episode about of all Game the of other Thrones. things that you're going to mm-hmm. miss if you if you cancel. Yeah, and I'm sure they have really great shows, but I have so many other streaming apps. I don't need another one. I don't know that I want another one. Right. But now I have to do that thing where I'm like, okay, do I try a couple out before I cancel or just cancel? But there is a huge churning happening with, uh, and a lot of companies are kind of watching what's happening with HBO going. This is something that we have to consider: is if we have a blockbuster show where everyone wants to jump on and watch it, and then once it's done. Mm-hmm. They leave. How do we retain um, something like 46 months or 30 some months is how long the normal 31 months is how long the average subscription lasts. And Netflix is average is 51 months. Mm. So they're all kind of just paying attention to these sorts of numbers since we're definitely going towards a streaming future where everyone's just kind of yeah. picking and choosing what they want to pay for. Yeah, Netflix is kind of the the masters of minimizing the churn. Like they mm-hmm. always have something new coming out that's, you know, generating buzz and Well, they have a lot too. Mm-hmm. Where HBO is sort of more it, it's kind of like if you got a if you started streaming sci-fi channel, mm-hmm. you know, something where it's like a specific kind of HBO does the more serious dramas. At least I, that's how I've always seen it. They they are okay with you know, nudity and violence and cussing and things Mm -hmm. like that. And so whenever you have HBO on, you know, your cable, it's because you know, that's the kind of show that you're going to be okay with watching. Like we would never, we were never allowed to watch HBO growing up because Mm -hmm. it was more of a serious stuff. So, and that's true for, you know, Game of Thrones, obviously. So if it was like sci-fi and they had this blockbuster and everyone downloaded this sci-fi app, and then that was done, but they didn't like all the rest of the sci-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there'd be a there'd be a turnout for it. So, turnout for the turnout. That's I, what I'm about to do. I thought like Iris like some of the kids stuff on HBO. She did. Uh huh. See, she so does. there's that stuff. I'm just saying you yeah, may want to. Fraggle you may, Rock is on there. Right? They have HBO kids. I'm just saying you may want to rethink this decision. Not not for selfish reasons at all. I'm just saying for your family. You're so. This may be. You're a, so right. Okay. I'm thinking. I'm looking out for you. Okay. Well, I've got cancel HBO on my list. I'm gonna put a dot 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 just like I did for Facebook. <laughs> and let me know. There's a couple of thoughts that I have to have before I complete that action. And also, you owe me money. <laughs> you know that most of the streaming services don't mind if you share your password. Have we talked about this? Well, in the contract, it's it's up to three devices. Right, yeah. So you have, you have a certain our, number of accounts mm-hmm, yeah. that you can um, do that, that with. But that doesn't change the fact that you owe me money now. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> How much do I owe you? 
streaming prices have gone way up. Trying to make a, I do think there is something illegal about making a profit on uh, selling your accounts. Maybe. I didn't see that in the <laughs> details that I definitely did not read. <laughs> oh, mercy. I can't believe I admitted to peeing in the shower on today's show. Well, you've thanks talked for about hanging that. out. You've talked about that before. Oh, it's been a while, though. You, you've admitted that before. Mm. That is not that is not an admission. An admission would be if you eat your boogers. That's more of an admission. I that's definitely one, do not eat my boogers. That is one of those things that a lot it's of people disgusting. do that no. they can't admit. We've had this be- talk before. Not- you can't get there because you don't do it or have never done it. I've I, done I, it before. I don't know anybody who eats their boogers you, as, hello? An oh, as, eat- as an adult. As an adult. As an adult. Hello. I'm right here. I love my boogies. <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> Well, thanks, guys, for joining us for today's truly interesting episode of Shoe the Dough. We uh, have enjoyed restarting our podcast, and we will continue to put out new episodes at least once a week. But mm-hmm. usually we're going to go for uh, two days a week. Uh, podcast part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. In fact, kind of the uh, the launching show of the network. So you can find out more about other shows at at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Or StudioDNA.media. That's our mm-hmm. website. Huge thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the Shoe the Dough theme. Thanks to producer Phil for helping putting the show together. Uh, also, please subscribe, rate, comment at your podcast player of preference. Throw some stars at us on iTunes. We would definitely appreciate that. Or Apple Podcasts now, I think technically is what they call it. Uh, they use that information to promote the show. So that's a huge boost for us. If you can leave a comment or throw some stars, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And tell your friends, if you're liking the show, let them know that we are back at the microphone and inventing this show together. And we also crave your feedback. So let us know what you think. Grossing you out at least once a week. (laughs) Can you imagine if we actually got like emails on every episode about what we talked about? Uh huh. I think I'd probably question my personality a lot. Um, How dare you be human? How dare I? We'll see you later. Bye. It's hypocrisy. You snort your snot, but you don't eat your boogers. It's the same thing. It's not the same thing because when I snort my snot, I don't taste it. There is no reason that like you have our plumbing. We we don't need to pick it out of one and just plug it back into the other plugging. That's that's so wrong. I'm sorry if you do it and this is super offensive to you. Like I'm sure you're a great person.